What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lightweights Podcast. Today's guest needs no introduction as he's a close friend and former lover, Matthew King. What up, what up? Matt- it, is, it is an honor, Joe. Thank you so much for having me. First time in the house. I, first time on Lightweights. You know, I always thought that like something was wrong in our friendship. And I don't, I don't, and I don't say that like truly and meanly or anything like that but like we do mukbangs all the time yeah and i see that you've had tons of our friends on this podcast and i always see clips from it and i'm like joe hasn't asked me but i'm not gonna put it on you to ask me to come on lightweights is that a weird thing that when you see all of your other friends doing something but that one person's not asking you to do it yes like i i yes it is very weird but you know what i understand and respect whatever it is they're going through have you ever felt like that with me did i ever exclude you on anything no but i i do see the similar situation because i see ella on your podcast like four times but maybe i've only done it twice listen so... it's all numbers at hoot and a half okay it's not it's not you as a person it's only what's going to get the most amount of views on our podcast and i mean i'm just kidding but surprisingly ella is like one of our top performing episodes in guests i think it's because I guess she doesn't really like put out like big, huge, her own uh, stuff, long form content where people want to always get to know her more and more as a person. And she's so great. Right. So, but you're pretty good too. Let's get right into it. Thank you, Joe. Fuck, Mary, kill, unfiltered, hoot and a half, good influences. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what? I think I would say. Wait, fuck though. We're saying fuck in the sexual term, right? Well, yeah, because well, yeah, it's not like oh fuck. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I like would a, say a one-time good night. I would say fuck unfiltered. Uh, Mary, good influences. Didn't see that coming. Oh really? You think I would kill good influences? Yeah, just because hoot and a half, I feel like is your baby. It is my baby, and I do own it. But like because there's so much control and so much pressure over it, I'm always very like stressed more about hoot and a half than the other two. Because the other two, I just get to talk with my best friends. And there's nothing better than that. So, yeah, I would say kill Hoot and Half. But Hoot and Half is coming back as a Hoot and Half 2.0. We're working on a new set, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Hell yeah. Are you going to have me on? Uh, we'll, th- we'll, we'll think about that. We'll look at the numbers, see how you performed last time, <laughs> and we'll get back to you. Let's talk about wedding stuff, because you and I are married 
Men soon. Yes! We're going to be married men! Yours, your wedding is coming up very soon. A couple weeks. Are you as stressed as I am? Even though I'm not that stressed, I'm just... It's just becoming more and more real. And it almost feels like... You never hear you ever hear people talk about going skydiving. It's like, oh, it's not a big deal until the day you actually go skydiving. You're like, holy shit, I'm actually going skydiving. I'm like getting that kind of like... I don't want to say nervousness, but I just want to go and do it. You're like still a couple I, months away. I wish it was away. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, couple couple months away. I think two months. Yeah, mine's this month. <sighs> I'm not nervous at all. Caitlin's that, freaking out. That's good. How many are you saying? How many people are coming to your wedding? Like seventy five. See, that is great. Now looking back, we're having looking looking back. Looking I'm kind forward. of realizing we invited way too many people. How many? How many did you invite? How many are showing up? I think we're like around 400 right now. Invited? 400 and maybe some extra. Shut the fuck up. Dude. I don't I even know. know 400 people. That's I, that's like a conference. That's not, <laughs> that's not like a, a wedding. Like, I don't even think... I'm now getting worried about like, will I even have time to say hi to everybody? Like, have you ever had like a hosted a party and like so many people came and then the day after you're like, I feel like I didn't get to talk to anybody. I feel like it's going to be that times 10. I think you could talk to every person for one minute and then your entire wedding's over. Yeah, it's basically going to be speed dating at my own wedding. Um, So lately I've been looking at it going, man, there's going to be so many people there. But apparently the flights are really hard to get. The hotels are a little hard. I think some people may be discouraged to come i just booked my flight we booked my hotel caitlin and i are so excited to go to alabama and get the full alabama experience (laughs) i'm excited for you to experience it what do you think alabama is like (sighs) southern charm i just picture beautiful greenery water the people are so kind and so sweet. Lots of little old ladies walking around. They're adorable. I think, especially Birmingham, like their Southern isn't like Texas Southern. Theirs is like a little bit more posh Southern. Yeah. Like they have a little bit better vocabulary. They're very kind of, there's a little better etiquette. Um, but yeah, you'll be very surprised on how beautiful like Birmingham is. Are we in like a city or are we in like the heart? You're in this city, but it's definitely like a big small city, if that makes sense. Okay. I guess yeah, because wait, wait, you're from like Jersey, so I really it's hard to pinpoint. Are those like big, more suburban? Yeah, I would say We're like malls and like Taco Bells. Right. Um. It's. I'm excited for you to try it. You better try Hamburger Heaven. Oh, that's on the list. For the people who don't know, Patricia, my fiance, her dad has a hamburger chain. There's about four of them in Hamburger in Birmingham. In uh, Hamburger, Alabama. <laughs> um, and uh, but go if you're in Birmingham, though, go to the one on 280 or Irondale. And I think all of our guests actually get like free vouchers to go eat there. Are you gonna set up our rooms and put stuff in it? I don't think we're. I can't go to that extent. <laughs> There's maybe my groom, 400 guests coming. They're all out of towers. Maybe my groomsmen uh, will probably get some freebies. I'm working on my bachelor party. That's next weekend. You're not having a bachelor party. No, dude. The wedding is so expensive. I can't. I, we can't do your like, bachelor. Your 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 groomsmen like pay for the bachelor party. Yeah, but like, what are we gonna do? Go to Big Bear and hang out in a cabin. That's exactly what you do on a bachelor party. I could do that. I I I like random shit. Like I don't like giving gifts for for a holiday. I like giving gifts because it's a Thursday. We're I, influencers, man. We can just get free gifts and then re-gift the gifts. If you want to give me your contacts for whoever's giving you this free bachelor party, I am down. I actually haven't like hardly gotten anything. That's why I reached out to you. I'm like, have you had a bachelor party? What yeah. free stuff have you gotten? <laughs> um, 
Uh, have you ever been a groomsman before? No, I've, I went to my first wedding last year. Wow. I'm 33, yeah. First wedding last year. I've put them off. I've never been a fan of going to weddings. Oh, so you've been invited to them, you just don't go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my friends from New Jersey would invite me to their weddings, but I didn't want to fly all the way back to New Jersey for a wedding at the height of when we were doing everything on the internet. Dude, you're looking at the wedding connoisseur. Like, I'm the complete opposite of that. I I, if you invite me to your wedding, I will go to your wedding. Not everybody, but yeah. most of my friends. If I there's love anyone listening right now and wants Matt to come to their wedding, I'm sure he'll show up <laughs> i think a big reason why i love weddings though especially for my hometown friends is because our 10-year high school reunion didn't happen because it was 2020 would you have gone a hundred percent joe yeah of course you man, would. i was on student council man i was like editor of the newspaper Were you president uh was not president of what it i was president of the speech and debate team sure uh, that was the only presidential title i ever had well what was the student council what were you uh the student council well, I was. Did you read the morning announcements? Uh, I did read them. Actually, you know what? I sometimes read the morning announcements, but I was behind in the studio producing the morning announcements. The top kids on student council were doing the morning announcements, it, but nobody ever tuned in. At your school, did you guys sit down and watch the morning announcements? We didn't watch. There was a loudspeaker, so we all listened to it. Oh, boring. Yeah. No video production going on at your high school? No. Were you dressed up as Freddie the Frog when you were doing this? Hold on. What? <laughs> How do you know about Freddy the Frog? Is that your elementary school musical that you were in? That was my elementary school musical in second grade at Rainwater Elementary. It was my big debut in the play called Once Upon a Lily Pad, Joe. Ever heard of it? No, I it's, ri haven't. it's written by David Mamet, and it is in lyrics by Stephen Sondheim. And uh, yes, I was cast as Freddy the Frog. I still remember like all of my lines. Did you sing? Uh, I did sing. I did sing. I wish I may. I wish I might. I wish that I could have this wish. I wish tonight I'd fly away. It's a really great story, Joe. It's about a frog who uh, he can't jump high enough or he, he struggles with jumping in all, all of his other. Uh... Wait, you were the lead? I was the lead. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And I feel like if I didn't get cast in that in that role, my life could have been totally different. Actually? I think so. I think it was a true canon uh, I don't think that's the right canon way to event. describe it. <laughs> canon moment or it was pivotal into the uh trajectory of Matt King. Absolutely, Joe. You genuinely think that is what put you on that path to success to where you are now? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think it gave, the frog. It, yeah, it gave me that like confidence, obviously loved the attention. Loved it. And especially when you're like, yeah, at seven years old and everyone's like, that was really great. And all the attention's on you. You're kind of like. Did you kind of coast on that fame in elementary school? Were you Freddie the Frog, the lead guy? Um, I, you know what? I don't think I topped it much in elementary school, but I did get cast as Dick Clark. Do you know who Dick Clark is? Yeah. Uh, I We did a like dancing through the decades um, musical show. It was like American Bandstand. And I was Dick Clark. So I got to do that. All of these stories that you're sharing make me so excited to go to Alabama because I feel like that's the Alabama charm that's going to be there. I know you're from Texas. What? Elementary school musicals is the Alabama charm? We didn't talk about Freddy the Frog. We had like a circus and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I was a clown. Did you ever have any theatrical experiences? Were you ever Fuck in any- no. What? How, then when did you come out of your shell? Were you always? I guess you've always been a guy behind the camera. No, I had I had like the band stuff like on the side. Like everyone would be doing trumpets and trombones, but I was playing guitar and drums after school. Oh. I was always doing my own thing. I never wanted to be part of the pack. Okay, yeah, you you ditched the school and yeah, you were smoking cigarettes out in the parking lot. Yeah, doing drugs, uh -huh. hardcore stuff. You know what? Hardcore drugs. What was the first hardcore drug you ever did? 
my friend bought weed from his neighbor and we smoked weed but i've even now i still like from his neighbor like his neighbor was, was the the local drug dealer what was it like a full-on adult or was it another like kid he knew no he was like three years older than us well, that's easy access though you don't at least you don't have to go like sit in a parking lot and someone has to go up to someone else's room do one time deed. we had a we bought weed through a wendy's okay I, I brought weed through a window not at a Wendy's. A window. A window, not Wendy's. But even now, like I still never fully inhale it. I, I think I just like, it's like the social pressure of doing it. I didn't realize you had to inhale it the first time like I smoked weed. You just put, put it in your mouth. And like, yeah, because I didn't get high. I was yeah, just like. Me neither. And then the first time someone was like, no, you really got to inhale it. I was like, holy shit. I even remember we, we took a Corona from his dad's fridge in the basement and three of us shared it. And we're all just like, do you feel it? <laughs> We bought we bought a thirty pack of Keystone, thinking that us four like seventh graders were gonna be able to finish a thirty pack of Keystone in one night. We had a guy called the Beer Guy who I don't even know how old this man was. I'm pretty sure he was thirty five, and he bought us beer. We met him down, uh, I don't know, in some cul de sac. We went up, we drank him, and then we were like, we can't finish it. We could only have like four or five beers, and then we had to go uh, into the woods and just like bear. <laughs> Did you have a lot of time in the woods as a kid? Um, yes, there was like a green belt near my house, and uh, I was a big like riding on my bikes, going out there, getting in the woods and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of like um, Stranger Things meets uh, Super Eight. Yes, yeah. exactly. So was I. So, I, I, do you ever do you want to raise your kids in LA? If I in a perfect world, I'd raise them in a New Jersey type setting where it's suburban, and that would be the dream. But I don't know. I, that's what I want kind of for my kids, too. I want my kids to be able to go ride around on their bikes in the neighborhood and get into in the a woods safe and area. stuff. But I don't think there's anywhere in L.A. that no. like is Even that... in New Jersey, you can't anymore. Oh, really? What, did New Jersey change one day overnight? It's uh, not... I mean, over the past like five or ten years, it definitely hasn't been as safe because there's so many break-ins everywhere. Yeah, that is true, Joe. That is really true. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's definitely different. But I I spent so much time in the woods as a kid because we had um, like like not rivers, but like streams. Yeah, well, creeks. 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 creeks yeah, 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 yeah. And because my town used to be underwater during the prehistoric age, so you would find shark teeth in the creek. Get out of here. That is so cool. Yeah. Shark teeth. Shark teeth. Oh man! I want in in Texas. We just found uh, I don't know a crawfish. <laughs> I don't know. Is there gonna be a lot of southern? Uh, oh yeah, southern, southern what at the wedding? Cooking, like southern, cooking, cooking. Um, yes, I think there's gonna be like a lot of southern food at uh, like. Did that's you guys being get served a caterer? at the wedding? Uh, yeah, there's a caterer what at the wedding. What kind of food? What do you um, got? I would say like southern comfort food with like a bit of a twist. Um, do you, is it a bar? Buddy, it, uh, I, endless buffet? Sometimes now I'm learning more things about my wedding as I'm getting closer to it. And these are things that, yes, I am. This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app. And that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no 
English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. It's the Joe Guarantee. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game, but guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I approved on, but I immediately forget about it. Yeah, you so did, it's going to be a bit of a surprise. You did something really funny when I called you and asked about the room block. Exactly what I asked you, you repeated it to Patricia, and she gave me the answer. And Caitlin's like, that's exactly what you do. I'm like, I know. I just, I, there's so much to keep up with. Because she, she knows everything. She's like, overlord, I'm like, yes. peon. I know. It's just give me two choices, and I'll pick one, and I'm, I don't know. Is there, I, is there anything you and Patricia butted heads about? Uh, not butted head, but on the wedding that you wanted something and she wanted something different. Um, I still to this day I disagree that our uh one of our cakes is like a red velvet cake, and I'm just like, why? What do you mean one up? Like one tier? Um, well, no, we have our like traditional white wedding cake. We have that, and then there's this red velvet cake, and it's not a groom's cake, but it's like this secondary cake. When does that come out? Um, I don't know, Joe. Uh, probably around <laughs> the time of the cake cutting thing. But I was just very like, I doesn't really. I, I'm a big color palette guy i like things to be like cohesive in uh the aesthetic of a wedding and i just felt like there's no red in the wedding why are we serving this red cake i just don't think it matches what was her reasoning um she was just like i like red velvet cake and i'm also team anti-red velvet cake because it's just red chocolate cake it's not like it's not there's no flavor that's like any different did you fly to alabama and do the tasting uh yes i think i did 
I think I did. Did you try the food? Buddy, I think I did. I'm not, um, no, I didn't try the food, but I've ate at the uh, social club there. So I've, I'm familiar with the cuisine and I know it's great quality. But have I ate the cake? I think maybe Patricia went into the cake testing without me. The cake tasting was the best part of the whole process. Oh, for you, I bet. Oh, God, it was so good. Could you make up your mind about your cake and what you wanted? I Yeah, I mean, I always throw my two cents in. I'm pretty passive. Okay. But I, Caitlin sees the bigger picture, so I let her just take lead. Okay. But I definitely throw in my two cents of like, I think we need... Th- we also have three tiers, and then there's the one tier where we save for ourselves. Are you guys doing that? Are you? Uh, yes, I believe that you save it for yourself but for are you your gonna one do, year anniversary are you gonna you're gonna keep it in the freezer i mean i don't care to but if she wants to i will i didn't even know that was a thing until now yeah caitlin knows all these things a fucking a baby moon do you know what a baby moon is a baby moon is i think a vacation that you go on while the wife is pregnant and then there's a push present do you know what a push present is? yes i know what a push present is uh you uh <laughs> it's the it's what you get your girl after she's given birth all these things are coming out of nowhere i've never heard of them i'm pretty sure i did knew- you ever confess to shooting paintballs at cars when you were a kid shit man how do you know this stuff? Me, I, I think I've said this on Unfiltered. I, Joe, look at me, Matt the Rat, I did not shoot paintballs at the cars, but my friend did, and I was there. You were, where were you driving? Uh, I wasn't driving. Bad. No, um, my friend lived in a uh, neighborhood that backed up to like a highway, and there was like a big wall. You know that, like the alleyway that like faces the highway? We went in the alleyway he took a paintball gun and shot cars and we did it two weekends in a row joe oh moving cars that's fucked buddy i know lightweighters don't do that at home and then by the third weekend they caught on to us because within a minute cop cars swarmed like both ends of the alley and we had a run did you get caught uh, we did not get caught. I ran still looking so fucking fast, Joe. I threw up. I threw up from running and nerves. It was the one time I had ever thrown up in my life, not out of sickness. Have you ever ran from the cops in any other time? No. Not run from the cops. No. Uh, maybe I've been at a party and it's been like the cops are here, scattered and jumped over a fence and stuff, but yeah. not a full-on chase. But I've had some like interactions with cops. When I was a senior... I learned a lesson that I used last weekend at David's party, but someone told me to park down the corner and around the corner so that when the cops come and they block off the street, you can run out to your car and drive off. Great move. Did the cops try to bust David's party last weekend? No, but you know how he has that really long hill and then like it curves? Yes. So I parked at the very bottom of the hill and the cops, for whatever reason, blocked off the exit so nobody can go out that way but everyone had to go out the other way and my car was one car in front of where the cops were blocking and i was able to leave nice i I don't know why they were blocking it but i guess because they just don't want it to pile up i don't know yeah have you ever been to a party here where the cops came and busted it up in LA? You're yeah, a party guy. Yeah, handful of times. I c- cops have like busted parties that we used to throw. I'm pretty sure nothing's ever gotten out of hand. But yeah, cops have been called one time. We had Megan Trainer over at my apartment. Uh, this was like when I first moved out to LA, and she ha- she had her like big songs out, her first big ones. And I remember the cops came, and they were like, "Everyone's got to leave." And they were like, "Wait, Megan Trainer? Shut up, really? Oh shit." <laughs> Cool, can I get a picture? I think he like asked for a photo with Megan Trader. Yeah. And then did he kick everybody out? Then I think he was like, Hey, you guys are cool. Yeah. Like That's so it. funny. Oh, hey, I'm all about that base. <laughs> 
don't even know if Megan Trainer remembers that. I haven't seen her in years. If you could have an artist perform at your wedding, would it be The Neighborhood Wake Up or Danny Morgan? Jesus. Oh, my. The Neighborhood Wake Up, man. Okay, The Neighborhood Wake Up was the name of my first band. I got a guitar for Christmas, never took lessons, never bothered to learn. But I just you made a MySpace. I made a MySpace. I think it, was, it wasn't the guitar. It wasn't learning the guitar that I really wanted to do. It was just making a music page on MySpace. And so me That's and what like, qualified a band because I did that too, Expect the Unexpected. Oh, really? That was the name of it? Expect yeah. the Unexpected. And our photo was taken in my bathroom in the basement. Wow, that's and, a good name. And people Ex- thought we were cool. People thought we were a real band in school. They're like, yo, you're in a band. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we are. I'm not booking a gig soon. Um, yeah, and we never, we never made a song. I just wanted the MySpace, the neighborhood wake up. <laughs> uh, did you talk to my brother? How do you know all this? Did you almost burn down your group house in college? I did. Oh my! I, you know, I think about this probably once a week, um, and it was the closest to I've ever, yeah, starting almost, in arson. Yeah, pretty much. Um, this was one night in college. This is back when I was smoking cigarettes. And how um, often did you smoke? In college, Ooh, I didn't smoke every day, but I definitely on the weekends would like have a few cigarettes. When you're drinking? Yeah, when I'm drinking or I guess like when I was like high and something like that. Yeah, sure. We would have, yeah, my roommate smoked, we would smoke. And um, I was just really dumb and I didn't like ash it out in a bottle or anything. And there was like this wood rot in the corner of our uh, back deck and I was so stupid. I just thought like I could just like ash it out in this like dirty wet wood because I'm like, oh, it's wet. It's not going to light. We then go back downstairs, watch a bit of a football game, go back out onto the deck and it's on fire. Like the, how big? Not severe, not full ablaze, but burning. It almost kind of looked because it was all kind of wet wood, but it was still burning. What kind of wet though? Like water? <sighs> like wet? damp, damp wood. How'd it catch on fire? Um, because of my cigarette that I put out, I clearly didn't uh, ash it out the proper way, and it's just all burning down. We're getting buckets of water, trying to put it out, and then I remember one of my roommates is like. I have to tell my mom. And Did like, you know it was your fault? Yes, instantly. And I owned up. I owned up to it. I'm like, oh, God, that was my bad. And thank gosh it happened while we were awake. Because if we had gone to bed, the whole house would have burnt down. A hundred percent, Joe. And um, But my big thing was with the guy. I was like, do not tell your mom. Because then your mom's going to tell my mom. And then I'm going to get in big trouble. And this is going to blow up bigger than it needs to be. So what I did. What How I old did, are you at this point? 19? I was 20. I was tw- maybe 21. What kind of trouble would you get in with your mom at 20? Oh, I... Good question. You just didn't want to hear it? I didn't. Well, I think I just didn't want the news to spread because all the guys in our college house, we were all family friends. And they're like, oh, Matt's smoking cigarettes. I think it was mostly smoking cigarettes that I was more ashamed about. Not even smoking weed, cigarettes. Yeah. And uh, I went to Lowe's. I got my friend's power saw, and I measured everything out of what had been burnt. Actually? Buddy, I, I was like Tim Allen in Home Improvement. I cut everything exactly how it was and hid kind of like the burnt wood in a safe way. Trust me, it's just all railing here. It's not like, I don't know, the foundation is off. And I went back to the house years, years later, actually a couple years ago, 
and I went out on the I knocked on the door because yeah. it's a bunch of college students and you're like hey I used to live here can I come check out the house most of the time college students are like hell yeah come on in so hey you used to live here and I went out on the deck and I looked and I was like I rebuilt all of this because I burned it down and they're like no way but our landlord never knew what's your favorite episode of Suits God I hate Suits well now I but I'm learning to take it back I think I misjudged Suits I think it actually is a good show it's just not my kind of show that's what I'll say about Suits, Joe. I actually have never even seen an episode. I've just seen clips. Uh, I think you, it just operates on the same formula, and it's just not that interesting. What shows do you find interesting? I Because you're a cinema guy. Dude, I've been watching... Hi, have you seen Hijack? Yeah, it's incredible. Oh, my gosh. I binged the first four episodes last night with Patricia. Loved it. It fucked me because they're doing weekly releases. So I watched... like, And someone else watches the show on the account. Uh, like Caitlin's brother so whenever he watches it I lose my space oh no so now I got I lost my spot by episode 5 and I can't figure out where I am I think I had, that happened to a friend of mine who game Game of Thrones he hopped multiple seasons yeah it was like what is this or someone else did that and it was like a flashback and they were like huh but Hijack's incredible it's, it, it's awesome have you seen Barry I can't get into it. Really? Yeah. Stick with it. Each episode's only 30 minutes. I didn't watch it for years until this year, and I've plowed through it. Just okay. right when I'm eating lunch, pop on Barry. It's great. It's funny. Incredible choices. It's a little stressful, but not as stressful as Hijack. I need to watch the new Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I hate It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You would. Why don't you like classy okay. shows? It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia actually... It's a it's a good comedy show. It, I it, all everyone on that show is talented. It is funny. You're just My, saying that to try and get them on your podcast. No, Joe, not at all. I kind of have no interest in talking to anybody. Maybe Danny DeVito. I would like to talk about directing Matilda with, but that's the only person from It's Always Sunny that I would have questions for. It's always wait. Is this a Matt Research thing about It's Always Sunny, or you just pulled? No, no, no this is what I love. My, I love. It's one of my favorite shows. My, oh, that's great. That's great, Joe. I'm happy for you. I love I love that uh, that you love It's Always Sunny. My thing with It's Always Sunny is all of them are idiots. Yeah, that's the funny part. That stresses me out in a comedy. There's I think, one person who kind of gets it. Uh, or someone has to be like, this is a bad idea. Yeah, there or is. a sane one. You know, that's why like Jim on The Office works really well. I mean, he has his moments, but he looks at the camera. There's a bit of levity with that in the mania. When those four are running around Philadelphia getting into shit, I'm... I'm stressed. Oh, it's so funny, man. I know. I like Arrested Development. That's more my era of... What else? WWE? Uh, WWE? Yeah. Do you watch WWE? I bet you were a WWE kid. Oh, my God. I love WWE. Did you have the action figures? I did. I had the ring. I had the action figures. I had the video games. I ate the ice creams where... Is, is this edited or is this put in? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, did you ever play the video? Who was your favorite all-time wrestler like back then? Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Which one was Jeff Hardy? He had the purple hair and he would jump off the ladder. I don't even remember him. I remember Triple H. Yeah, he wasn't my favorite. I remember Sting. He was cool. He had a baseball bat. I like Sting. He was my favorite. He had that like face paint. Yep. And then there was yeah, you uh, like the showman. China. China. Doll. <laughs> you like China? I like China. Obviously, who'd you coat. have the hots for? China. Uh, my oh, I didn't. Uh, it, the Hots. I don't even know any of the other female wrestlers. Besides Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. Yeah. If that's not a wrestling name. Then I don't know what is. She was the best. I like more of the Ring Girls, and I played the N sixty four wrestling stuff. Yeah. Were you a Sonic or a Mario guy? Oh, great question. Mario, very familiar with, but I loved Sonic, but I never got to play it because 
You never Back had a then, Sega? You had to have a Sega Dreamcast. I would go to JCPenney just to play the Sega Dreamcast that they would have like set up. Do you remember uh, that? Like JCPenney had a Sega Dreamcast? I don't remember. I went there all the time, but I don't remember that being... I would go to GameStop and play. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I always remember there was a Sega. And I loved... Yeah, I loved playing Sonic. But now I have the emulator, and now I get to live out all my Sonic dreams. But I do like Sonic as a character more than Mario, but I played Mario more. Uh, Are you Sonic? Um... I no, because I never had Sega, but I would go over this one kid's house who I didn't like, but he had Sega, uh, so I had to like hang out with him to play Sega, and he wasn't good at sharing either. Oh, that's the worst. So I didn't even get to play that much. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like friends that I had that I just used for their stuff. Yeah, there's this one. He was I remember the one kid had a ferret, and I sometimes would go over there just to for play, the ferret, just to play with the ferret. But it was his sister's ferret, so that was a whole nother like. Mm. And he was in a wheelchair too. Did you have a crush on any of your friends? <laughs> <laughs> did you have a crush on any of your friend's sisters uh i i had crushes on my babysitters did you yeah my babysitters did you ever like yeah think my you were gonna babysitter fall in love with taylor them? oh my gosh man i had a big crush on her where's she at today uh married with kids i think living in houston yeah. i'm happy for her but i how yeah. much older was she oh she was born i even remember the year she was born that's how much i she was born 1987 and oh. i was born 92 so five years older than me so you thought there was a chance yeah man dude for sure so but uh friends who had sisters none of my close guys had sisters oh. actually that's so weird none of them did none of them did yeah do you isn't there some like theory about how if you're the oldest sibling you're friends with a bunch of younger siblings or your friends were the young were Younger, younger siblings. than you like if you're the eldest child eldest children tend to be friends with kids who were younger younger mm, no in my friend group we brought the younger sibling up so he hung out with us oh inclusive he, yeah he was two years younger and he had, we didn't like his friends but he hung out with us and ended up just hanging out with us all the time oh nice yeah that's good because we were the cool guys absolutely that's sure yeah. Sure you were. And fucking going to 7-Eleven, getting slushies, <laughs> playing bowling, you know, fucking running around Marlboro. Playing like, bowling? Yeah. Like, we, you would go to bowling just to go bowl? Yeah, there was like an era where we got really into it for a month. I feel like I only went bowling if it was somebody's birthday, but I don't think we ever were like, let's go bowl for fun. We would go play laser tag. I, and maybe we did buy the package. Sometimes at like main event, they'd be like, you got a bowl. Yeah. And you get a bit, a bit of laser tag games. But if we found like a deal, like the bowling alley probably had half price Tuesday, Thursdays. So then we were like, let's go. It's a steal. Yeah. Same with Applebee's when they had half price apps after 10. Dude. We go every night. Uh, I, I would love to go fuck up an Applebee's. <sighs> what sucks about LA is I don't feel like we have access to like those good chain restaurants. Chains are illegal in LA. Did They're you know that? They're so hard to find. Because they're illegal in LA. But if it's a uh, freaking Del Taco, they're everywhere. Because I, t I talked to BJ Novak. Chains are illegal in LA due to zoning or whatever. And the closest one is uh, Chili's and like Temecula or something. Uh, in Encino, there's a Chili's. It, that's, that's the, the closest only one. one. I actually went there the day I proposed to Patricia. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you like, proposed to her and then you went to Chili's? No. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wait. They're they're paying for people's weddings. Say yes. Are they really? Yes. yes. That's what we did. Yes. Um. Uh. Yeah. It was the day I was proposing, and I just wanted to go like treat myself. It's weird. The day you're proposing, you think, oh, I'm just gonna go about my day normally, and then I'm gonna propose later. But it's weird. Like the moment you wake up, you're like, all you're thinking about is proposing. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What time did you propose? I think around like six or five. Yeah. Around and you the went what to time Chili's did... for lunch? Uh, I went to Chili, Chili's for lunch with my brother. My brother just took care of me the whole day. Was he trying to keep you? Were you? I picture well, you freaking out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was pretty. I was pretty weird. Even Zane filmed like a video of me that day, thinking it was gonna be like, oh, this is gonna be cute, like Matt getting ready and like him being so nervous. I looked at that video. It looks like I'm like high off morphine, <laughs> but like in a way where I'm functional, if that makes sense. But yeah, what time of day did you propose? I wanted sunset, and it was on the beach in Malibu, and it was raining that day, but it cleared up for that. 30 minutes when I was proposing and we had this incredible sunset because of the rain and birds were flying over in like V formations. It was, it was the coolest. It worked out so perfectly. And then we went to Broad Street Oyster after in Malibu. And so that's a, that's a Applebee's offshoot, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. knockoff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and we celebrated there and we got lobster rolls and Were oysters. you around Caitlin the entire day? Like, I don't, I feel like I went to the gym in the morning and then I, I just, the only, I think back to that day and all I think of is us getting dressed and me saying, are you sure you want to wear that? And then she says, yeah, why? I say, do you want to change? And she says, no. I say, I feel like you should change. What, if what, I what was to, she wearing? Because she always wanted to be dressed up and have her nails done for it. Buddy, I know exactly that whole thing. I was out to dinner with Patricia like a week before I was about to propose. And she goes, do you think I should get my nails done? And I <laughs> was like... I couldn't. I was trying so hard to keep a straight face, but I was like, "Yeah, sure. I don't know why do you need your nails done." Yeah. Did she, did she know that you knew why she was asking? Actually, yes, because I think this is when she knew. This was before I had my appendicitis. This was like the original week I was going to propose. Yeah, break it down. So you had a day, you got appendicitis, and you had to delay it a week. Yes, I was going to propose to her in Birmingham. Auburn and like Penn State were playing. I had a bunch of family coming in. My parents were going to be there, and I was like, "This will be a perfect weekend to propose. I'm going to do it out there." And that was going to be on like a Thursday or Friday, not at the game, but just yeah, in Birmingham. And then on that Monday, I went to the Emmys and I had appendicitis, and I had to like. And I was talking to the doctor right when they diagnosed me. And I said, well, I'm proposing this week. Like, can I still get on a plane and everything and, like, drink and celebrate? They were like, absolutely not. Like, you need to come up with a plan B. So so how many days did you delay it? A month. A full month. Because I also – I had to heal. I couldn't drink. It was just – yeah, I needed – Did she have any idea that it was going to happen that day? Um, Yes. And I think kind of the night before – we were at an event, and I had a friend who I was texting. The night before the Emmys? No, this is... Oh, wait. We were talking about the Emmys the first time? Yeah, the first time. Did yeah, she know? Yeah, I think she knew. Yeah, Like a rough idea. Yeah, I think she knew. And I think one of her friends kind of like hinted at and told her. And then one of her friends told me that the friend had spilled the beans to her and told her the weekend it was going to happen. And then I had to confront that friend. Buddy, I caused a whole bunch of drama. <laughs> I think I actually severed friendships uh, because... But I had to like call out this one girl and be like, "Did you actually tell Patricia when I'm proposing? Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Because the other girl was going, "You need to confront her." Because I, she said it. I was there in the car with her. 
But I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. I just needed to know if it was true. And was it? Um, yeah, apparently it was true, but it maybe one of the girls was exaggerating. I don't know. How'd she how'd that person find out? How many people did you tell? You told a lot of people. You told me. Uh yeah, I think I didn't tell anybody. I think I kind of told a few people. I like who cares? I think I, I told I, Carly I don't, think it's that, I don't think it's that big of a deal. If you want to tell people you're going to propose, get it off your chest. And if somebody tells you that they're about to propose and when it's going down, don't tell the bride. Yeah. Don't tell her. I told Carly and Aaron. Uh, that's great. Because I, I wanted one person to be in on it. Carly and Aaron were there when I picked up like my engagement ring. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like uh, when it arrived in the mail, which was pretty freaky, just knowing I had like bought a ring and it was being shipped via FedEx. Yeah, yeah. They were like the first ones to see it. Wow. Yeah. Did you get it engraved with anything on the inside? No, I haven't. Are you getting your wedding band engraved? Wait, are you already wearing a wedding band? This is my promise ring that she gave me. Um, promise ring? What are you like a a Baptist thirteen year old girl? Yeah, I'm a Jonas brother, and sh- this one is engraved now, but originally it was not. And I forget. What it. does it say? I think just like this one says, I love Listen you more. Listen to Lightweights. <laughs> Lightweights.com slash Spotify. And yeah. Uh, yeah, th- I think we're going to get the date. Oh, what does your wedding band look like? Have you you've picked it out, tried it on? Yeah, it's really cool. I don't know. I don't know how to describe rings, but it's like it's round. Mine's kind of Lord of the Rings looking. What color? Gold. Okay. What, what color? When I say Lord of the Rings looking. I picture black and it has skulls. I picture skulls. Have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm what's what's the HBO show? Oh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, Game of okay. Thrones. I forgive you for that brain fart, but it's like obviously it is a gold ring, Joe. It doesn't light up in Elvish, you know, when you put it in the fires of Mordor, but yeah, it's pretty classic. It's like my dad's engage What did your dad have uh his wedding band what was it like a gold i think his yeah gold and it has like three diamonds on it three diamonds flashy mr vulpus <laughs> like three like on the inside of the ring not inside he has but... diamonds on the inside wait they're oh. like i think there's three damn he's flashy is he i've never seen diamonds on like a male like wedding ring oh yeah i have diamonds on mine you do yeah show me i don't have it i didn't I get married yet. you don't have like a picture of it <laughs> no no oh. Okay, that's yeah. kind of cool. Maybe now I'm like getting jealous. <laughs> no, because like, we went in and I'm like, Caitlin, I, I, I'm happy with this. I don't want anything. And then I ended up picking the most expensive one that I liked. Damn, did you pay for it or is Caitlin paying for it? She she paid for it. Whoa, yeah. how nice. Yeah, we're getting married. Might as well. Yeah, that, yeah I don't know. I, I'm excited uh, to practice spinning it on a table. Are you? Yeah, because uh, you remember when the writer strike was happening, Conan O'Brien on his show would just, he saw his show going on, but he would do like the most absurd things instead of interviewing other celebrities. And he no. Would, he would spin his wedding band <laughs> and count how long it would go on for. And it was so entertaining. Like people loved it. So yeah. I'm excited to practice spinning it. Conan's one of my favorite late night hosts. Definitely. Also one of my favorite podcast hosts too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anytime he has a good guest, I get so excited. Yeah. He's incredible. He's and his videos um, when he would go out and do stuff with his producer that hates him. Uh, yes. What is it? Oh, what's his name? Oh, I forget. But yeah, I love when he goes to Italy with him. Yeah, that's yeah. really funny. Conan O'Brien has, I think, has a new travel abroad show. Does he? Yes. I think it's coming on Max. I saw the trailer for it like a couple months ago. So 
has to be coming out soon. What's all this mean for you? Are you trying to get a show? Uh, me a show like an actual like, TV show. The thing is, Joe, who's watching TV? But even even like an influencer thing or on HBO Max, there's so many different platforms. Sure, I'm up for it. I'm up for the possibility. But I you're kind not of, like I'm actively. Not, I'm not like a one year plan kind of thing. I like to just focus on something for the next three months. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just focused on getting married right now, dude. That's obviously not my prime objective. But I'm not like trying to make big. big Big business moves post wedding, though. Right when I'm married, I'm like, relax. Then I'll, then I'll really think about it. And then after you guys hitch the wagon, yes. What's the plan? The what plan? Okay, like what? Are we having babies? Yeah, little Matt Kings running around. Um, are you gonna have babies? Not for like a year or two. I feel like you're a very private person. Where yeah, you're gonna plan on having babies, but you're not gonna say it online like this. No, I, I mean. To be completely honest, I'm 33, so I I don't want to wait too long. Right, I'm I'm same way with you. How old was your dad when he had you? <laughs> uh, 25. 25. Oh yeah, pretty young. My Even younger. dad was 32. My both oh. of my parents were 32. And oh, I've always liked the timing and the distance between us as like kid and parent. I didn't have like super young parents, but I didn't yeah. have super old parents. Yeah, it was the perfect I think age parent. Yeah, so I'm in that gap right now. Okay, so that's what I want. Then yeah, take advantage of it. We. Should should, we should link up. <laughs> yeah, we should make babies at the same time. Um, but Patricia and I, we de we're de I don't think, and we have talked about it, we don't want to have kids in our first year. But no, you want to enjoy. I want to go travel um, to some other places. Where do you want to go? China. Really? I really want to go to China, study two years of Mandarin, man. Um, and I really want to put it to use. And once you have a baby, you're not going to China anytime soon. China, Korea, just do those two. North or south? South, obviously. Okay. Um, that asked <laughs> and uh we yeah we couldn't get the reservations for north but we're that working sucks. on it i have um, a guy at the dmz if you want the dmz mm -hmm. what's the dmz demilitarized zone oh damn i thought you just mispronounced dmv but the dmz <laughs> um and <laughs> and then i want to go to sweden no brazil and no south america no and then patricia really wants to go to greece so oh we're, we're going to greece for like, our honeymoon you are are you going on honeymoon? Yeah, we are. Where are you going? Hawaii. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which some people are like, oh, Hawaii. Why are you going to Hawaii? That's so basic and boring. Listen, we're getting married middle of October. The It's monsoon season everywhere cool. Yeah. It's, the weather's not that great. And the reason why Greece, Patricia, you know, she's Greek. She has a lot of places she wants to go see. And that's that would be a really hardcore, like, Travel adventure trip. trip. We want to just go to the nicest resort. In Hawaii, at least I think I've found it. Um, and well, read. What would your China just, trip be? Um, China trip. Is that I a hardcore go travel? To Shanghai and Beijing. I really don't have any interest to going anywhere else. Would like to go look at the Great Wall. Just step on it. Be like, cool, saw it, and leave. I'm not interested in like walking a far distance on it. You but went to Japan. You're known for being a fan of Japanese culture. Love it. Well, did you get enough Japanese kick last time you went? Um. No, not not enough. I definitely would want to go to Japan again in the future. I would actually take my kids to Japan as well. How, how many days were you in Japan? Uh, a week. And I felt like it wasn't enough. What would be enough for you for this next to round? To go to... Um, why can't I think of it? Well, how many days would you want to go? Osaka. I want to go check out Osaka. And I want to just go explore more of the country. <sighs> like, uh, I felt like there was just more to go see. Hiroshima? that too would you go no Hir hiroshima? hiroshima did i say it wrong no i know it's the same way um 
I'm not that big of like a World War II guy. Are you that big of a World War II guy? Yeah, I think it's cool. I think American history is cool. So I'd want to go see that kind of stuff. Like yeah. Pearl Harbor. Are you what are you going to Maui? Uh no, I have seen the Pearl Harbor Museum. Yeah, like, I did see that when it's I just was so interesting. a kid. Is that in Maui? No, I think it's, it's on in, um, uh no, it's Oahu. Oahu. Yeah, near Waikiki. Yeah, I've been there. But that's exciting you're going to Greece. Yeah, and Paris and Oh my Italia. gosh. Oh my gosh. You're like Jay Alvarez and Alexis Wren. Yeah, man. Check out our travel vlogs. Uh I really want to go to South Africa. Why South Africa? Safaris. Oh, the country South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go on safaris in South Africa? I think so. Oh, damn. I thought like I just always thought like South Africa is like the more like civilized or not civilized. This uh, uh the more like booming city. It's like Cape Town, right? Yeah, but, but I think it, that's oh, where you go for those safaris. Oh shit, I thought you had to go to like Zimbabwe. No, 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 no. I guess I would like to go to South Africa. Maybe. I'm not in and I edited Todd's Costa Rica vlog, and he made it look so fun. Costa Rica? I want to go back there. Uh, I want to yeah. I want to go on a trip with Todd again, even though I'm going to on my bachelor trip with him soon. Where'd you I guys love go? traveling with Todd. Minnesota? For, for my bachelor party? No, didn't you guys go? He was in Japan with us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like he used to go on trips a lot. Todd just travels really well. We're like on the same page. He gets in it. Yeah. Todd. Todd I edit all of Todd's travel vlogs, and... He does everything. He does everything, and I think that's, like, the coolest way to travel. There's nothing that he misses out on. What other research did – what other digs do you got on me, Joe? Um, I mean, just, like, silly stuff. Why were you fired from uh, your water job at Uncle Julio's? My water job from Uncle Julio's first – But I know that Oh, one. is a waiter job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you do know that story. I knew that story. Okay. Um, but I do know recently – this silly guy forgot his luggage in the Dallas airport. Listen, Who forgets their carry-on? Buddy, I know. I was ashamed, and it was totally my fault. Where was it? Uh, I left it at the gate. Patricia Wait, I, wait, 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 wait. What? Listen. You getting we, to Dallas? We or? had a layover in Dallas. We were going from Destin to Dallas. We get there at like 7 in the morning into Dallas, so we are super tired. We had to wake you up just at like 5 or 4.30. Super tired. I have to sleep. I... Immediate, we immediately go to the gate. I lay down, take a nap. Patricia, she has like a carry-on tote bag. She likes to walk around the airport with the tote bag all, with my carry-on because it's like a little dolly for it. So she was out walking around. I'm sleeping. She then comes back, leaves my luggage there. And at one point, I was like, where's my luggage? And I was like, oh, yeah, Patricia has it. And then we, she's like, babe, we got to get on the flight. She was in a different boarding group than me. I'm like, all right, see ya. I just strut onto that plane without it. Oh, shit. And I didn't know that I didn't have it until we were on the tarmac for two hours. And then suddenly the pilot's like, we have to deplane. Something's wrong with the plane. I'm like, oh, shit. Wait, wait, I, wait. So you guys didn't even leave? We didn't even leave the airport yet, Joe. And you you didn't? So I open up the little Did you overhead sit next bin. to her? No. She was, we were on standby for this flight. It's a long story. Completely different spots on the plane. Different spots on the plane. Okay. I then look in the bin, and I'm like, where's the bag? And she like sees me. She was like, I don't have it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I left it at the gate. I go to the gate. It's gone. Ugh. <sighs> We have a layover. I thought it was a. Don't say it. Oh yeah, don't buddy. want to say that That's on why, a plane. Because I asked every lost and found place, and they're like, "Did you leave it at the gate unattended?" I go, "Yes." They go, "Well, then it's with the police." <gasps> and you had all your vibrators in there. Oh yes, Joe. That's the first <laughs> thing I thought about was the vibrators. <laughs> no, you didn't. But you know what? Silver lining. I will. I accepted that it was gone, and then I. Wait, what do you mean you accepted it was gone? You didn't have anything valuable in there. 
Luckily, no. It was just clothes. No clothes. laptop, camera? Nothing. Nada? I usually keep my valuables on in my backpack. I don't... I can't... Uh, I don't know. I just don't... Because I just know it's on me, on me. Anyways, I accepted it was gone. And then I called on Tuesday. And I said, do you happen to have a green bag? And she goes, actually, we do. Sure enough, they found it. And now my mom has to go pick it up, luckily, because she lives in DFW. She's going to send it to me. And she's going to find all the vibrators in it. God damn it. That's what I'm really worried about. Yeah, but, I mean, you guys are a married couple now. You're allowed to explore things like that. <laughs> Would that be weird for you if your kid, if you had to go get their bag and then you yeah, discovered. You LaCroix all over your mouth. What do you call it? LaCroix. Oh. LaCrox? LaCrox. I call it LaCroix. LaCroix. I went to high school with a girl with that exact same last name, but she would go around and be like, it's LaCroix. <laughs> what were you going to ask? Something about my kids finding my vibrators? Yeah, but do you think it would be weird if you found your kids' vibrators? Wait, if I found my kids or they found mine? You seem like a dad who would buy your kid Playboy. Yeah, I would. <laughs> of course. You don't want them Googling like no. all that's out there. You just want them to know it's I want them print. to have that physical copy to be able to touch the magazine let it get sticky. I don't care. What was the first Playboy that you ever looked at? WWE Sable was on the cover. And you were like, I have to get this, Dad. Yeah. You asked your dad to buy it for you? Yeah, it was the most uncomfortable situation. How old were you? I don't know. Well, me, I don't think that was the first one I got. I, I, I'm wrong. I think it was like the Tory Wilson and Sable one because I must have been, I was older for that one. And I asked for that one. And he... he, he <laughs> <laughs> I love you know these exact editions. He bought it because he worked in New York City and he brought it home for me. And uh, I don't rem I remember him handing it to me, and I think he handed it to me folded like, or in like a Sports Illustrated, like just like, hey, I, I think uh, <laughs> you'd like this. Or in you AP like uh, magazine, yeah, yeah. And I remember, I think he said, "Don't show your mom," and I think that's how it went down. Damn, that's kind of a nice moment. Yeah, it was really cool. We bonded over it. Wow, have you bought those editions back now as an adult? I want them. Buddy, do it. So I I remember I didn't like have access to Playboys. Like I don't think there were any in my house or if my dad kept them like far away from me. But I was at a friend's house and his older brother had one uh, just in like his home bathroom. And I just remember looking at that all the time. Every time I would go over there just to look at this Playboy. Who was in it? Um, I, Bud, I don't remember. I just remembered what... It looked like I remember there was like a brunette girl and it was red. And then it was fun because I got to thinking, I go, what year would that have been? Okay, so it must have been, I wasn't in high school, had to have been middle school, but young middle school, 2004 maybe. And then I go online oh, did you and find you it? just go, you look up all the covers of all the Playboys and you just go through and I knew what I was looking for. And I saw it and I'm like, that's the one. Did you buy it? Yeah, bought yes! it. Yeah, only Playboy that I own, but I just wanted to... Like, and then it's crazy looking back at all these old photos that you used to just be like, blah, 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 over. Wow. Yeah. Do you have it at your house? Uh, Yeah, I do. I'm, I wonder where it's at. I think it's. Oh, I, once this podcast is done, I'm buying that Playboy. Yeah, go for it. The, the double edition. With... Yes. That's so funny. I went to. No, I never went to the Playboy house. Me, me neither. And it sucks. I always thought that we could do it. We should have done it way early on when we first David was popular. Oh. <laughs> when David was like popping, popping, popping. But even then, I don't think it was that cool. I guess not. But apparently some like overseas guy bought it and it's just like. He he made it his regular now. That's. Oh. I went to one of my 
first shoots when I moved here to LA, I went to the Weed House, the marijuana mansion. Do you know that one? No. Like, oh, like Dan Bilzerian's? Like, no, I think his name is like Mike Weed or Big Mike. <laughs> Big Mike. That's his handle okay. on Instagram. And I was shooting with this girl who was staying at the house or her boyfriend was at the, I don't know. And I went to the house and armed guards answer the door and I say my name. They let me in. And keep in mind, I'm fresh to L.A. I just moved here from New Jersey and I'm shooting with this like Playboy model. And I go into the house and there's weed everywhere. Like plants are just like bowls instead of bowls of fruit, just bowls of kush. You know, David's candy jar by his back bar. (laughs) Yes. That was all weed. Whoa. I mean, like there was so much of it. And I, I started shooting with this woman. And there's other women there. It was wait, crazy. you're shooting with a playmate? Were, were they like? Did you shoot like topless women? Uh, yeah. I didn't know this. I didn't know about this Playboy history of it, yours. It wasn't like multiple. It was like there was maybe like four in total. Are you like directing them? Are you like, yeah, okay? Can we just like turn? No. Can you? <laughs> no. Can I you just with, jump up and down. I shot with her once, and um, like three weeks later, I shot with her again, and she was asking more about me. She's like. Wait, am I the first naked model you ever shot with? I'm like, yeah. She did not say, really? And she's Do you like, think she says that to all of her like new face photographers or videographers? No, because these <laughs> other, I met these other photographers that were doing it, and they're like middle-aged men. I was the only 26-year-old guy with a camera who was doing this. And she was like, oh, my God, I just dropped my robe in front of you. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, you're like sweating. You're like picking up the robe, just dabbing off the sweat. Uh, do you want to turn around? <laughs> Did you go on that porno set one day with them? No, I didn't. Okay. No. Did you? No, I didn't. (laughs) And I wouldn't have gone. I don't believe in that kind of stuff. I wasn't invited. Um, uh, Is there a house that you've always wanted to see in L.A. that you haven't? No, I went to that that pool where Rice Gum used to stay at that says Hollywood. Oh, yeah. I feel like everyone's... That's like your if you get invited to your first influencer party, it's David, always at that house. David brought me there. No, there's no houses that I really want to go to. That house is so hideous, though. That rice gum house is it? It looks like I don't know. It looks like a community college. I went. <laughs> I don't even like. I don't care to go. I've to been that in one. Justin Bieber's old house. I've been in that one. Uh huh. I've been actually. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you have really cool celebrity stories. I do. I do. But I, I, I don't think I – I won't share – I'll share them one day. I think I need, like, another five more years, and then I'm out of my, like, my NDA, which <laughs> didn't then, exist. Oh, have you had to sign NDAs to go to people's houses? Oh, I had only, to do that. I've signed an NDA at only one house that I've ever gone into, and it was just because the homeowner – it's such a nice house. They were like, if something bad happens here, you're going to try to sue and stuff. But. Yeah, me too, me too, me too. And he had armed guards at his house as well. He owned some kind of software company. Have you ever been to the Goldstein Sheets house? Like the one from like the Big Lebowski? No. It's like that one that's like concrete looking and it's... Where is it? It's over in the Hollywood Hills and I've always wanted to go into it. Um, and they donated it to the LACMA so events are always there. But that's my big one. Um, I've also always wanted to go... in. Well, I've always wanted to go to the Cheaper by the Dozen house. But apparently the inside of the Cheaper by the Dozen house isn't the inside of the movie that's a set and Kat Von D bought it and she painted it all black oh yeah no I mean I passed the I used to live near the Freddy Krueger house 
That's, that's in West Hollywood. That's Bo Burnham's old house. Is it? Buddy, yes. Wait, growing up in it? No, Bo Burnham and his ex lived in that house. Oh, that's so, scary. You, did you ever watch Inside? Are you a big Bo Burnham fan? No. You've never seen Inside? How are you not a Bo Burnham fan? I never got into him. You like comedy? You like music? He's like, uh, he's both of that. Anyways, he never did it for me. He lived in we're talking about the one that's right off like kind of hollywood right in in west hollywood yeah it's literally where like the near like, where the guitar center is yes yeah. right there so we heard about that it was uh the freddy krueger house and then mike looked at the listing and he was going through the pictures and he noticed that in the guest house was where this probably doesn't mean a lot to you but i know our oh, audience where, where he did his covid special yes really so we they had an open house we got to go into the house and I was just so excited because I just wanted to go just stand in that guest house where he shot that whole thing. And I got to go in there, but there was a security guard the whole time, and you weren't allowed to take photos. But was it still his at the time of the open house? Um, Yeah, I think they were selling it. I think, well, him and his girlfriend at the time were breaking up because now he's with Phoebe Bridgers. Right. So, they but they had posters. They had... They clearly were leaning into the Freddy Kruegerness of the house because they had posters up of of Nightmare on Elm Street. Then they had posters up of movies that his ex wrote and directed and stuff. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool. But it's cool to say that I've stood in that. The room. Brady Bunch house is around here, too. Yeah, I have a friend who lives right across the street from the Brady Bunch house. I have that same friend. Yes, so that's pretty cool. Um, yes, so I've seen that house like many, many times. Yeah. And uh, that they say that the Brady Bunch house is... The second most photographed house next to the White House. Really? In America. But I'm kind of like, is that true? Because I don't. I think more people are going to like the American Horror Story house lately than the Brady Bunch house. Yeah. It's really just a matter of what shows up on Google. I went to Walt Disney's house once. Really? It's kind of... House? Just one house? Or did Walt Disney have houses? No, he grew up in it. It's kind of near Dodger Stadium. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Was it modest? Or did, or did Walt Disney grow up rich? No, it was pretty modest. But all these houses show up on Google Maps. So whenever you're near something, it says Walt Disney's house, childhood home. And you just tap it. You tap it, and then it takes you right there. Oh, whoa. Yeah. I was like, a, have you ever bought like a star map? <laughs> no, but those are all fake, I heard. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, or I think yeah, everything on it is like, this used to be their house. Yeah, and there's no way to check it. Uh, do you know who used to live in Heath and Mariah's house? Who? June Newton. Who's that? You know the song, okay, you know the song Angel by Shaggy? You know the beginning of Deadpool. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Don't call me Angel in the dawn, Angel. Yeah. She used to live in their house. That's cool. Pretty cool. A lot of people live in Toluca Lake. Yeah. Or oh, live. Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song just moved right near like uh, Heath and Mariah. Really? He, yeah, they bought Kiefer Sutherland's house. Wow. I've always been wanting to like catch them driving or like walking their dog or something if they have a dog. Yeah. I don't think that, but I'm not, I'm such a like a, uh, what's the word, like a, is that the word gawker? Yeah. Like, or I like to like look. look at celebrities, but I will never, ever approach them. I almost asked Youngblood for a selfie on my flight out of Dallas. And you didn't want to? I, somebody said that to me once. I wanted to go take a photo with somebody. I forget if it was you or Todd that was like, no, nah, don't do that. Who was it? I don't know. Maybe it was at that Babylon party where Toby Maguire was there. Toby Maguire would not go up and ask for a photo. I would. No. Why? He is not. He's not that type of person. No? No. You know who I wish I asked for a photo? The day Patricia and I, we got, I engaged her. I got engaged her. Or I proposed to her. She said yes. We go uh, to the hotel we're staying at, and we're going down to the polo lounge. 
and walks out Keanu Reeves. He's taking a photo with fans. And, and you didn't I, want to? No. I just – I didn't realize until after that Keanu Reeves loves his fans and oh. takes photos with everybody. I just oh, – in that mode where I just go, I like to let celebrities just be. I don't – they're enjoying their own time. Yeah. But I, I sh- he would have done it like that. I saw Rick Harrison once from Pawn Stars. I regret not asking him for one. <laughs> Where'd you see him at? We were at this hotel in Newport, and he was just sitting there. And I was like, there's no way that's him. And the entire time, I just kept staring, and and it was him. I didn't ask him for a photo. Though. Damn. Damn. I, I just have this vision where when I see celebrities, if I take a photo with them and post it and tag them, they see me. They're like, oh, I love your stuff. You had such a nice aura. Let's hang out. Oh, okay. So they realized that you were that big of a deal after it? Yeah, and I'm not even trying to hang out on a friend. It's more of a work level of like, oh, I fuck with your vibe. I think we could do a podcast together. Whoa. That's how I always look at it. I'm not trying to just collect photos. I think there's something that we can do in some kind of... That's what I I really wanted that with Pete Holmes, but... And Jason surprised me with Pete Holmes. I oh, listen yeah. to his podcast all the time, and that's truly what I think caused my appendicitis was meeting me, Pete me, Holmes. My I just being surprised like that via blindfold and just the adrenaline that shot through my body and my upsets. You look up to him or you think he's hilarious? Um, I just like his personality. I like his podcast. I find him just a very entertaining person. And then and, um, but when I've you... always had this vision that I was going to meet him at a party. I was going to get to talking with him and we'd end up being friends. And you had no idea. And now I'm just I immediately like burst into tears and I'm just this nervous wreck the entire time because I could not believe that the moment was happening. Yeah. A moment that I had envisioned for a very long time that I had rehearsed in my brain, but not this way through oh, Jason. No. So I'm so grateful for the moment in meeting him but i do have this moment where i think pete holmes was like what the hell is that kid about or like i was in a suit because i was about to go to the emmys like i don't know i just was rehearsing the conversation over and over going why there were so many things i wanted to ask him and be cool calm and collected about but i just my brain was just wah 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 Jason tried to surprise me with Mark Wahlberg once, and I was not having it. Oh, did you go to that little pop-up, the taco, the taco thing? But I already I met him a- twice. Oh, well, then he would have really known you. Well, he did. He he recognized me and Caitlin, and I was like, this oh, isn't hey. a good surprise. Oh, hey, Joe, Joe Volpus, huh? Yeah, hey, lo- Joe. Lo- 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 videos, man. Hey, Joe. we should mukbang sometime. We should try these tacos. You want to come to Wahlburgers? Yeah. <laughs> Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> what was I going to ask? Um, what other celebrities, ha- who do you have in your phone? Uh, celebrities that are in my phone. Ah, I got I got Joey King's number. Who's that? You don't know who Joey King. The listeners would know who Joey King is. Do they? Fucking, you uncultured swine. Who is that? Joey King. Dude, she's like Joey King. Is, is that like, your brother? She, the thing is, you don't ask to see Joey King things. Joey King movies and stuff just uh, uh, show up. Like or like you'll turn on a movie and like Joey King's in it. Joey King. Oh, I thought it was a, a dude. Oh, because my last name's King. I, I'm so <laughs> stupid. Like I didn't even put that together. That would be like, oh. Um, you know what? It's probably like, I don't know. Do you have Billy Eilish's number? Uh, no, I don't. I don't I don't think I do. I have Colby Calais. I have Steven Spielberg. I think I have Bruce Springsteen. How did you get Bruce Springsteen's number? What kind of conversation? What kind of world do we live in where Matt? It was a group chat thing. Dude, and, it's it's a long story. And it's a long that? story, but I don't even want to go into it. But um, but I've never. I don't think I'll ever text these people. I'm trying to think if there's like a. You should big... text Bruce. Ask him to perform at your wedding. Do it now. 
Actually, I don't have it. Maybe I used to. Who's the most famous person you have in your phone? David I, Dobrik? Uh, I don't think you care. I really think James Bourne is the biggest celebrity that I've ever had on. The simple plan guy? No, Busted. The busted. Busted. Oh, shit. He, he sells out arenas. That's insane. That is pretty dope. That's he's that's he's selling out an arena next month. Did he invite you? Could, could you get a? He he said that he normally brings random people on tour with him. So maybe. Do you have two exhibit CDs? Yeah, he signed both of them. <laughs> did you? Okay, did you go to the CD store to buy exhibit CDs before you met him? I buy, I go to Amoeba in Hollywood every single time before I meet a celebrity and that you I think can you're going to be friends with these people after you do that, Joe. Uh, Brian Baumgartner, yes, but me and I wish I talked to Brian Baumgartner. Me and Exhibit won, had a cool little, little thing. He won nationals in dramatic interpretation when he was in high school, and I've always wanted to ask him about it. I got to write that down. I'll talk to him about it. Yeah, did he win DI? And ask him what piece did he perform? I'm just so curious about it. Do you know Gerard Way and Joe Rogan are cousins? Cousins, yeah. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, this is my Harry Potter one, signed by Daniel Radcliffe. Bullshit! Yep. Are you kidding me? Beckett verified. Where did you? How did that happen? You met Daniel Radcliffe? He was on the pod. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was in that chair. Dan- no, he wasn't. Daniel Radcliffe did not come over to this house. Yes, he did. Show me a picture. Show I don't. Me. I have a wand. I have a, a wand. I would have seen. Oh, buddy, out of all the clips that you're, you're pulling from this podcast, <laughs> I've seen none from Daniel Radcliffe. How did you meet Daniel Radcliffe? No, I bought it online. <laughs> but what? You were like, you were that guy who goes into those, uh, those like remember memorabilia shops? memorabilia shops at malls, and you buy that stuff. Well, I bought it as a gift for Natalie because I thought she loved the Harry Potter she series. She doesn't like Harry Potter. She likes Star Wars. I I got her something else from Star Wars also, but I heard she also liked Harry Potter, so I gave it to her. She wasn't excited. She didn't want it, so now I have it. Got it. No, you have a you have an autographed Muhammad Ali thing. Clearly, he didn't tie it. At R.I.P. Muhammad. That one, me and Ilya were supposed to get each other gifts when we rented out a cabin in Big Bear. Okay. And our budget was a thousand dollars, and I got him a, another Muhammad Ali autograph, and I got the other one, and then he got me a snowboard, but I don't snowboard. <laughs> Why do you get you a snowboard if you don't snowboard? I don't know. Ilya gets me a lot of big gifts, and he tries really hard. But sometimes they just don't land. So, like, the snowboard didn't land. Like this but podcast. Mi- yeah, exactly. Like this podcast. <laughs> this mirror upstairs was sick, though. Yes. The one that used to be part of the Flatiron flat building. building. That's a cool mirror. That's where, not where the Daily Planet, but where Peter Parker worked. No, he worked at the Daily Bugle. And that's in the Flatiron, right? Is it? Yeah. I'm not a Marvel guy, dude. Neither am I, dude. Yeah, but I I'm like, I'm Spider-Man I'm pretty familiar with. I'm pretty sure the Flatiron building is where the Daily Bugle. You Okay, you're not a Spider-Man, not a Marvel guy, but you know the name of the place where he works? The, because that's like part of my joke. Oh. I go up to David, I say, hey, can I take a photo for the Daily Bugle? And then David uh, goes. There we go. Yeah. There we go. I really hope David will break out of his Marvel-ness. Yeah, I hope David's still watching this podcast. I, I know it's been, this is the longest podcast I've ever done. David has never once been on my podcast. Mm. Has he ever been on this one? No, because me and Ilya made a promise to never have him. I so. feel like it would be too much of an operation to have him. No, I mean him are pretty cool. I picture you getting nervous around him. Do you get nervous around him? David? Yeah. No, I'm not nervous around David. Do you get nervous around Mike? No. Mm. Why do you think I get would be nervous around David? 
I was just making a joke. No, I'm more like call David. I just call David out on shit. Yeah. Or David will be like, uh, I'll be with like Mike and he'll be like, he got something. He goes, hey, Mike, come look at this. I'm like, I'm right here, David. You could, you <laughs> oh, could, yeah, you could just go like, why not ask both of our opinions? And there was something also about where he wanted to put his uh, uh, his barbecue like set. And he goes, hey, I think I was with you. He's like, hey, Joe, can you come look and figure out where I should put this <laughs> yes. barbecue? I'm like, why not ask me? I've played Sims multiple times. I, David, I could really give you an opinion about the I- interior of your patio. But no, I just, I, but I'll, I, but I'll call David out on stuff like that. I'm like, I'm right here, David. Yeah. You could do, you could say that. Well, Matt, thanks so much for coming by. This is it. I don't know. We've been doing it for an hour and ten minutes. You want to keep going? Uh, no. I, Let's I, do I, Joe I, Rogan style. Joe think, Rogan style, three hours. Can you do it, buddy? I wish I could do podcasts for three hours because. Well, don't you record unfiltered for three hours? Uh, no. Oh, what? How long are those episodes? Like, I feel like the same time as how we've been recording now. What we've had. Yeah, we've gone 13 minutes into our third session oh, wow. of recording. So, yeah, it's just that. Um, no, but I, I kind of want to start live streaming. I got a whole gaming setup now. Did you? Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, I just finished a game called Disco Elysium, and I'm glad I didn't stream that. I kind of want to do more adventure-based games. I'm very aware about video game addiction and how like obsessive it is. And so I like more campaign games because I feel like if you're doing like a repetitive battle over and over and over and you just want to get back into that and chasing that rush, I'd be on the computer all day. Yeah. Like I almost got really addicted to Fortnite at one time. I got really addicted to Call of Duty. (sighs) You, I know. Are you worried to like pick up a controller and get back into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I black out and I, I don't do anything else. And especially like David who has nothing but time on his hands and he's just always like, yo, let's hop on. And yeah. then we start, and then we play, and then you get those kills, and then you get the rush, and then you're hanging out with your friends, but you're not really because you're in separate houses. Yeah, it has all the it has all of the everything of something that I can't I can't stay away from. Yeah, shoot 'em up games stress me out. I'm a little I get a little stressed. Do you? Yes. Going in rooms like oh god, there's another. I could. I'm dead. Yeah. Like oh shit. Well, do your Sims. Do your Sims. Do streaming. my Sims, uh, buddy. I love watching Sims builders. People who build houses on Sims. Sims has gotten so much better since Sims One, Sims Two. It is Sims Four is insane. There's these these two girls, Karen and Connie. I'm obsessed with these gals. They do challenges and build homes on the Sims, and it's unbelievable, Joe. Oh, wow. Unbelievable! I watch all of their videos, um, and uh, I I want I want to be that good. I want to be able to design rooms and houses incredibly. So we'll see. I hope I get some TikToks by them. Did, did we did we have good TikTok bits for this? Uh, I love you. I know that you love a good TikTok bit, Joe. I do love TikTok bits. I actually have a gift for you, Matt. Did you know? What did you get me? Well, that did you know is not me. That's my friend. Have I been okay on this podcast? I feel like I've been a freaking nut lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Joe? Of course. So what I like to do here on the pod is companies will send me stuff, and I ask for extra stuff so I can give the guests. And this is from Aguamala Swimsuit Company. Ooh. Is this going to be my first Speedo? I hope so. Joe! Oh my gosh! It's just some swim, swim, swim trunks. Some swim trunks with some rubber ducky tubes on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? This what? is really crazy. Rubber duckies are like my. It's really weird. It's like my sign that the universe is right. So, do you ever play the manifestation game? No. So, like, do you believe in manifestation and making yeah. your dreams come true? Some days, like, well, 
I'll think about rubber duckies a lot and I'm like I don't go looking for rubber duckies rubber duckies find me and so whenever I find rubber duckies it's like a big this Moment. is what I've been envisioning I mean this could have palm trees on it this could have anything but it has rubber duckies on it like That's this you. was meant to happen yeah what size is it medium it says large I thought it was a large I can do the Elias shred well then <laughs> I can give you a large I have another one in there oh there's a large as rubber duckies on a different pattern yeah is rubber duckies? I think so. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for coming on the pod. You're such a kind friend. I love you for having me on. And everybody who's listening, keep on listening. There are so many amazing episodes that Joe has interviewed, guests that are much cooler than me. So please go give all of those videos some love. Comment down below what you like about me. And what else, Joe? Go listen to Matt on Hoot and a Half. Another YouTube channel will be linked down below. And go listen to Good Influences. And go listen to him on Unfil Unfiltered. Yes. Matt is on three podcasts. Please, please, listen to all of it. Add me on Snapchat. And add him on Snapchat. Thanks for being here, Matt. Love you, buddy. Lightweights, out! Thank you. Thank you, thank you. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.